Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Circuit Level Show, a podcast that we can talk about everything and anything, mostly games. Relating games. Preferably games. And maybe cake. Games. Oh, games. <laughs> no, 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 games, not gems. Gems is a different. <laughs> gems is something completely games. different. Games are truly outrageous. That was really good. <laughs> do you, you want to do the intros? I have Lily, aka Kina Sayuri. Jayla, also known as Crumbfinger. Hi. And Alex, also known as True Ambience. Good and of evening. Of course, your host, Andrew. Thank you all and, uh, and everybody who is watching or listening to us. Uh, mutual respect. <laughs> we get along just fine, you know? Yeah. Want to see you, don't want to hug you, sort of thing. Exactly. See? Yeah. We're buddies. Let's grab a beer. But first, let's get to okay. our topics. Jella, what do we have for today? Today, I'm going to start out with uh, the Assassin's Creed Unity launch. And more detailed, the... Nice microtransaction they have. Um, everyone in the gaming scene has heard about Assassin's Creed. And the amazing launch they did um, from glitches and things not working over to microtransactions where if you want to, you can spend up to basically $100 for in-game stuff, which is... That's a whole new level for microtransactions. I mean, if even Micro. Forbes does an online article about that, yeah, you done goofed. You done goofed big time. Okay, for anyone, for anyone, anyone who might actually have missed it, let me recap. Um, Assassin's Creed Unity was launched about a week ago now, one and a half weeks ago, something like that. And um, the reviews were not allowed to be published until 12 hours after the game's official launch. That's part one. Um, there were massive technical problems, um, largely based around frame rate, um, which mostly went for the PC versions. Um, but also the PlayStation 4 versions uh, had a lot of reported problems. And, uh, yeah. So if you just want to look it up online, you're going to be, be able to find a ton of screen caps and videos of all the things that just are wrong. <laughs> you can't describe it any other way. It's just wrong. And, um, yeah. Also, it's the second major Assassin's Creed title in one year, which is a bit crazy and also not the best thing to do, which is why it's so unfinished, in my opinion. And um, you can basically spend 1.5 times of the entire price of the game in in-game trans um, units. Transactions. Do we actually know what most of these uh, transactions are for? Or are these just numbers? Not vanity pads, I'll tell you. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, stuff like weapons. Like, you can buy swords. Wow. And okay. You can buy story maps. 
and all like like additional content essentially mm. it's additional content you can't just play unplay unlock it by playing it you have to buy it you know yeah. so no, this you, is taking is, the, mm. you forgot to mention that also items that you can buy or upgrades you can buy them with actual money oh even yeah. upgrades as well yeah, yeah there's also <laughs> upgrades. this feels like taking the pre-order bonuses to like the next level yeah. Like instead it's of just doing not it at, pre-order because you can get it even after. Uh, but it's the same type of things where you get those little upgrades and such for that little bit yeah, more but money. Yeah, usually those don't just make you OP level one because, fuck it, let's kill the prince with one hit. Yep. Pretty this much. is taking it to the next level and doing it in game, constantly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And in single Another... player. God. <laughs> and single player. Yeah. <laughs> Another big thing that was criticized is that um, apart from the technical problems which was the most referred to issue that compared to Black Flag it was outright boring again like Black mm. Flag was really new and exciting from because the Assassin's Creed titles because pirates. no not just pirates but whole new concepts and stuff and now it goes back to the typical pirates. old jump roofs listen to people kill people rinse and repeat yeah. and that's plain boring that's the main reason why Assassin's Creed is no fun to me to play because it's the same thing. You play one game and all the rest sound similar. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Well, so what do you guys think about the tech issues? Oh, the tech issues. You know what you haven't mentioned? You mentioned that PC and PlayStation 4 have uh, frame rate issues in mostly... It, it, yeah, it works best but, on Xbox One. Exactly. Quotes, but yeah, Conspiracy still confirmed. not good. <laughs> Ubisoft is in quotes. Cahoots. Yeah, the yeah. Xbox. The Xbox, M Microsoft. So yeah, Microsoft. what do you what do you think about that? <sighs> they rush the game. That's pretty much, I think, because um, they're doing that. Is it yearly? They're releasing uh, Assassin's Creed games. Yeah, Not and that was the second this year. Yeah, that's just that's actually scary. Well, and their idea, <laughs> it, Unity is the only new game. Rogue is like a DLC with the same engine. Same sort of ideas, just like well, let's add a little bit of an extra story to it, and get sixty bucks for it. Yeah. It's money. Yeah, it's it's, it's a money mill, which is kind of sad. Really. I can't really talk about it because I'm not a big fan of the series in general. Assassin's so. Creed, really? Yeah, really not a fan. Like... Sorry. I'm is sorry. it because of these reasons, or is it because of something else? Why haven't uh, you no, played? No, I it? I just. <laughs> I've only played one game and and I haven't really enjoyed it. But which one? Mm -hmm. I don't remember. The first one. It was, she it she was suppressed the, the memory. It was so horrendous. She hey, suppressed the memory. I've only played the, the first one, and I actually own Black Flag. I just don't want to. I should really play Black Flag just because that is apparently the best one in the series. Okay. Um, but yeah, it, it's. One thing that Ubisoft have been trying to do is they keep on pushing the game over and over and again, which is causing this... It's hurting the game itself because we're always going to see the same thing because they can't push anything. Because if they're doing it every year, how much more can they add to a game? Sometimes, at some point, you're just going to run out of context. Uh, yeah, sometimes, yeah. Context. And context. <laughs> Context. It's not about <laughs> at some point you're gonna have milled out all the assassin stories in all of history. Yeah. Like you can't draw out more. You're, no, no, no. At that point you go to Call of Duty and you say, Well, there's no more history, 
Let's make history. Assassin's Creed with jetpacks and <laughs> lasers. Dude, Those. this is what we need. Future Assassin's Creed. Yeah, cyber, cyberpunk Assassin's Creed. That we joke great. about that now, but that, that might actually happen. <laughs> no, it will, probably will happen. Called it! Called it! Uh, I want to share the money! <laughs> uh... <laughs> And that's that's like one of the theories I heard that they want to make their own like Call of Duty series like every year let's push something new out and people are just like wow yeah. I gotta have the new Assassin's Creed each year. The problem is it's not as average as like a shooter because on a shooter well you give new perks you give new guns put a little bit of retexture and you got a new game Assassin's Creed well that's a you lot. done good there because you focused on the story and then you neglected everything else. Which leads to ba ba bum problems. Cause like, I mean, uh, first of all, like PC uh, specs problems like that, that could happen. People don't have the best PCs in the world. I get it. They move forward. Some people still have their old like horizontal computers. <laughs> if people remember that, uh, God, those are old. But like, if you make it for a console and it's not optimized, you just I don't know what you're doing. You made a monkey type on a, a computer, and you're just hoping it came out right. <laughs> like nice it's, metaphor. It's exactly the same for everybody. <laughs> if it works for your PlayStation 4, it's gonna work for everybody else, except if it's like dust. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna work. <laughs> like, how, how, do, how do you mess up that bad? Uh, there's lots of ways you can mess up, especially with different consoles and switching it to PC um, where we find bugs galore in some cases. Oh, I'm not uh, talking about bugs. Okay. I'm talking about like frame rate issues. Like well, frame rate is just uh, either they've capped it, which is one of the reoccurring things at the moment. Oh, reoccurring. Oh, I, I, now I remember they, they said they, they want to cap it at 30 because it's cinematic views. Cinematic, yeah, that's yeah. the word they like using. Yeah. Uh, to make it more uh, the theatrical, I think the word is as well, theatrical. To make it more interesting, uh, more actiony. No, um, more, be because better, more, more better, right? Better more to look better. at. More better. More better to look at. More better, more better. Yeah. Actually, English is good. Good English is good. It, it sharpens all the action because as you're skipping half as many uh, frames from 60 to 30, um, you, you're making uh, jumps quicker, meaning everything's a lot sharper, and that, that's how they're trying to explain it. But if you can push it to 60, let people put it to 60, it's like yeah, it's the engine can handle it. We've, we've, we know it can handle it, but just don't want to allow it in most cases. It takes too much time. You can't put out a yearly game if you're going to make it to 60 frames per second. That's a cheap shot at Ubisoft, uh, and I'm going to make it all day. Because they've done Ubisoft it. Ubisoft are probably the biggest... Uh, what's the word? Uh, the effectors EA. of this. Yeah. Or EA. EA do this as well. People have called it in like uh, mm. business magazines or whatever. They, they called it like the new EA. The new EA. The well, new EA. Yeah. EA had its problems, and somehow it's starting to come back a little bit. Like you, first of all, Dragon Age Inquisition, my god. Uh, I might discuss that later. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> later on the show, stay tuned, Dragon Age Inquisition. 
messages. Okay. Uh, okay. So first of all, we talked about optimization bugs. There were big number, like people falling from the ground, faces messed up. Uh, I know. I think at one point, like buildings started to look like I don't. No, no, no. Uh, I was thinking of something else. Uh, the fact the building, like, you look in the distance and they would just pop in. Like, buildings <laughs> just... Yeah, exactly. Exactly. The next gen popping in buildings. It's magic! Exactly. <laughs> Popping textures or, is a big issue on most games. Or, uh, or hmm. the fact that they wanted, like, so many NPCs on the streets. They made it... Uh, I think this box has been mostly not a bug, but just like some kind of little error on their way of coding. Like in the distance, you would see like a man with a top hat, you know, yellowish clothes, whatever. You go closer, it it's a woman. It just turned into a woman, just like that. You know, gender change. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the, magic. That, that's it's down magic. to uh, the engine used. I can't remember which one has the uh, has that the most. I think it's uh, Frostbite that does that a lot. Mm -hmm. I don't. I don't think it could have used Frostbite first of all, or because uh, it's specific yeah. to EA. Or EA, yeah, or Ubisoft's one, which I can't remember the name of. Um, uh, there, yeah, I can't remember. But yeah, there, yeah, there is issues one. where um, they have the flat texture and then they put another texture on the top, um, and sometimes you you see the difference in when it overlaps, uh, which is usually what the popping is. Yeah, um, but. Uh, I'm not a technical genius. I can't tell you how they could fix that, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, yeah that is should, definitely. If we fix it for them now, we're gonna have to expect like a paycheck soon. Oh yeah, yeah. We got where it's our <laughs> underlying secrets. Yeah. We won't tell for a price. Uh, <laughs> You've got my. Stack. Yeah, and my my paycheck for the Cyberpunk Assassin's Creed is gonna follow right after, right? We can hope. <laughs> <laughs> I still like not Cyberpunk. Like just genuine like. Futuristic Assassin's Creed. Well, Steampunk would fit very well, though. That's kind of like a DLC. Whole concept, yeah. Why? <laughs> Why? Well, Why know. not? Because it combines stuff from the Middle Ages with new technology. But it's the idea of thinking outside the box, like Black Flag, Black Flag did. You know, pirates, an assassin pirate. That's outside Basically, we're saying Ubisoft should mix it up. <laughs> Instead of just doing normal assassins, do assassins plus ninjas or assassins plus uh, they pirates. Show, they, they show the people wanted to see the, um, the one in China or whatever. The assassin from China. Oh, assassins in China. Uh, that, see, that would be good. Or, or Japanese. That would be amazing. Yeah. But then you can't have your typical white standard... Oh, protagonist, no. because uh, that is not gonna work. <laughs> Whatever will we do? What does this world come to? Yeah, well, I'm, I'm surprised they pulled it off, considering they were doing it in uh, uh, Budapest. Was it Budapest? The first Assassin's Creed. But, uh, that's not first really. Assassin's uh, Creed was in in and around Istanbul. Is it Istanbul? Yeah, Istanbul. Yeah. In that area, because that's Middle East. You can't Anatolia. Really have, yeah. That's not a very a Caucasian color background in that area. Well, why, do, why do you think he has that? <laughs> yeah, they're just hiding it there, see? 
Uh, yeah, so they, they can do it in uh, Japan or China. Just just throw a hood on him. Bam. Done. <laughs> Done. What's next? African. African. <laughs> yes, please. Oh, Come no. on. The problem is you don't have a lot of stuff to jump from. It's just like a plane safari. <gasps> Wow! Wow! Stereotype cliche much? We're talking about the. Yeah, there's a lot of safaris in Africa. Africa's big, so yeah. Yeah, when it's just talking about one of the countries, we're talking about the whole continent. Uh, and there's a lot of there's a lot Assassin's of cultures Egypt. and areas Egypt. to draw from. Egypt. Egypt. Mm -hmm. Or you could do Brazil. Real Gen De Janeiro. There we go. Yeah, that's a nice place. Lots of buildings to jump over. Bam. But uh, yeah, we're digressing on that one, I think. <laughs> okay. So that's about it for the optimization. Because, like, there's a whole lot to talk about. But if we're going to nitpick at everything, we're just going to waste Yeah, time we're going to sit here for a very long time. And the one obvious thing we haven't talked about uh, in game mm. currency. Well, that doesn't, that, doesn't, no? that doesn't, doesn't deserve a mention. Like, it's just plain stupid. Don't do that, Ubisoft. Don't do that. Buying in-game currency is worse than... In a single-player game, god damn it. Yeah. Let's well, move on. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, just We're go. We're never mention of this <laughs> should, again. Should, uh, should I go now, or should, do we have something left? Yeah. To say? Uh, uh, no. Oh, no. Okay. No. Go for it, very, 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 very excited about this. Have you guys played Borderlands? Ah, yeah. Ah, Borderlands, <laughs> that game where you shoot stuff. You, you get stuff. Yeah. You kill stuff. Have you guys you played? Up. Different question. Have you guys played The Walking Dead? From Tell No. I haven't, but I've been I paying attention to it. I've seen walkthroughs of it because I don't yeah. have a console. You know? Yeah. We don't have the currency to buy it. Yeah. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> Ubisoft doesn't want to sell me Telltale's currency. You should really play that because it's very good, especially if you enjoy the series, the TV series. Um, it's very, very great. And now they actually cooperated. Like, Telltale Games together with Gearbox, are making a similar, like The Walking Dead, similar to The Walking Dead, but placed in Pandora and placed on, uh, with all with Hyperion and everything. And you play two characters. Um, one guy's called, let me see, um, Riz and a girl Fiona, and um, yeah, well, if you if you you're familiar with the concept, uh, you get choices throughout the game. For example, in The Walking Dead, it was um, you get to choose: do you um, go with a girl together with a girl at night or at day? And that will like change the story a little bit. On, and all your decisions affect the game in tiny little ways. Sometimes yeah, okay. not, not much, sometimes very big. You can decide if you want to hack the foot of a man or if you just leave him there, get eaten by zombies and stuff like that. That's decisions you have to make when playing this game. And now 
they they combine this concept with a with a borderlands setting and I'm so excited about this game. Really, really excited because it has all the Borderlands humor and um, the trailer is very promising. And Handsome Jack apparently is back, although it's supposed to play after Borderlands 2. I don't, I don't want to spoil you if you haven't played through it. But um, Handsome Jack's not around anymore or so. I thought, <laughs> but maybe he... so we all thought. <laughs> dun, dun, so dun, dun. But um, mm -hmm. I'm very, very excited about it. About it. And um, in the trailer, you can see Zero, which is one of the characters of Borderlands 2. Like the main character that you that you can play later says, like you're really cool to Zero. So he might appear and the first episode is called zero sum no idea what that's about <laughs> and now for uh, which is very very exciting tomorrow night at 2 p.m. let me check again at 2 a.m. UTC so it's very early in the morning or very late as uh, you wish um, it's 8 p.m. CST, but it's 2 a.m. UTC. Um, they will stream the first show, the first episode live on Nerdist.com. And it will happen in the, uh, in the theater. Let me see. Wait, the whole episode? I think so. I'm not. Really? I'm not very sure about that, but it's very exciting, I... and it will, it will happen in the Alamo Draft House DFW. So w. they're gonna stream the actual game before the actual game comes no, out. No, the first episode. The um, in, with The Walking Dead, it was also broken up into episodes. You had, I think, five episodes, and each episode started. Um, Sometimes right after you stopped, and sometimes there was a little time in between. But your decisions from the first episode still infected, infected, affected, affected. Thank you. <laughs> that didn't sound right. Affected uh, your choices in the second episode. They infected so, like a virus. Yeah, exactly. And um, yeah, apparently, and there's a very very funny Twitch uh, Twitter conversation from Tentel Games with Gearbox software if you guys want to check it out and um, it's it's pretty funny because they're talking like um, the first message is so hey Gearbox software what you doing <laughs> and then they're like going on about meeting and where would they meet and if that they would get drunk together and it's pretty funny and then in the end the theater the Alma Alamo Drafthouse jumps in like, hey go, guys, sorry we were late, what did we miss? And it's, it, it, I, I thought it was very funny and very borderlandish. <laughs> and uh, yeah, if you want to watch it, uh, I think Nerdist will have, <laughs> yeah, I'm talking like a storm. Um, uh, it will probably be on Nerdist, even if you haven't seen it, I think they have like a video section where you can watch them after they've been shown, so you won't miss it. I think, even if you 
want to watch it later. I'm very, very excited about this game. You definitely sound it, yeah. <laughs> it, it doesn't come across say. at all. I, when, I don't even know I what love, you're talking about. I love Borderlands. I love the Borderlands humor. It's Did, so great. Hear, and yeah, I, didn't, I don't think I heard. Did you say when it's coming out? Um, no, I, I don't actually know. I think... They didn't mention you or... I, I have seen that. I ha only have seen the the um, premi Well, it's premiering tomorrow, so it might come out tomorrow. In on the Nerdist page, you have like uh, a picture premiering live on Twitch. So I'm guessing that it might actually come out tomorrow. I don't have money yet, so <laughs> I might be wildly like to play it. But I'm very, very excited because I loved playing The Walking Dead. I cried playing The Walking Dead because it felt so wrong to yeah. making some of these decisions, being pushed into this um, deciding. The multiple choice is always good, yeah. Stuff. But um, yeah, with the, mixed with, with the Borderlands humor, oh that yeah. is basically perfect. <sighs> So we can ask about. We can ask you, can ask you how you liked it. When I you think lately, Santa like Christmas letter to Santa Claus. Like, I want something like Borderlands, but I also love Walking Dead series. Can make it happen. <laughs> no, I I really like point and click adventures, and but they can get kind of boring, like combining stuff and everything. And Telltale Games, they took it to the to the next level with the decisions that actually affect the game. And the gore. <laughs> well, that's not very important. Very, very important mention. But point and click adventures stay very linear. You just you have to get to this point. You have to do this, and you get there. And Telltale Games t takes the concept and puts in decisions that af affect your game, that affect the whole story. And oh, I love it. We can tell. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't, I'm not sure if the other are like sure, but I, I can tell you, okay? you you're really into this game. Uh, I remember when I was that hyped about a game. <laughs> <laughs> was that a long time ago? Back when I had money to actually buy it when it came out. <laughs> yeah, I haven't I haven't been able to buy the pre sequel yet. So, um, I will. Damn. I am very sad about that too. But yeah, we, we kind of we kind of have to buy that together because yeah, I want someone do. to play that with. Because <laughs> oh my gosh, I, new Borderlands! Yeah, I, want I that. played Borderlands too. I still play Borderlands too sometimes because I I love Borderlands. It. Borderlands. It's, <laughs> no explanation. Just Borderlands. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, Borderlands is just. It's not just a shooter. It's a funny show. No, it's not. It's, yeah, it's fun. And what what makes Borderlands so good is, it's 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 the story. It wasn't so much in the first Borderlands. It wasn't the the story in the first Borderlands wasn't that good because I think they just had Wait. more the the concept and not really story. It had a story. I thought you just yeah, stuff. kind of. I'd yeah, there was there was a minor story. story. It, the story it was going shooting stuff. stuff. Yeah, <laughs> but like, well, you had Angel already. You had Angel, and she led you to the vault. So it was this. It was a kind of a story, 
But Borderlands 2, they, I think they made it very smart that they explained some of the story that wasn't in the first Borderlands that wasn't really story, but the second made that into story. Do you know what I mean? Like, yes. the, the second created a story that might not yeah, have been ended in the I'm first I'm thinking one. about it. It's a hard, hard question. Uh, <laughs> do you get I don't know. I definitely understand because, because with the second, with um, everything that is Angel and is happening around Angel, exactly. that is what makes, what really, really puts a story into the first Borderlands. Because now there's a context to why things are happening, how they're happening. The first one is basically your step into the world of Borderlands and getting to know everything. The second one is taking you deeper into the story and into who is moving what, right? Yeah. Yeah, basically it caused a foundation. That's what it was. Borderlands 1 was the foundation for Borderlands 2, yeah. which yeah. actually had a proper story where you interacted with the characters. And if you did play yeah, 1, but, but, you but saw it, characters it, in them. So. What I don't know if you played... I don't want a spoiler because it's so great. But in Borderlands, well, well, it is quite a bit older, it, and it's been in made, several I mean, Steam sales, so you should have no, grabbed I, it I by now. Mainly to Alec. Um, but in Borderlands Two, the story is that a handsome Jack apparently has controlled the first, the the first Vault Hunter, like in the in. Borderlands 1, you played a Vault Hunter and you followed what Angel said. And it it's Handsome Jack who controlled Angel. So actually, the second created the story for the first. That wasn't really there. That's what I meant. Back, like, basically, it's backstory. Yeah. Yeah. But it's... I, I, I thought that was very smart because I thought like Borderlands... They didn't have much story, but they turned it around somehow. Yeah, I really <laughs> love the series, trick. and so I am see some so of this in, uh, So we should see some of this now in the uh, Telltale game. Yeah. As you said, it's Hopefully. following after Borderlands Two. Did you say I, it's uh, in the video? Yeah, in the pre. I can I can post the link to the video. It's uh, very funny. You should all watch it. But after um, we're done here. Yeah, after yeah. we're done. <laughs> Or maybe Everyone the break, we will it. have break, so you can watch it in the break. Oh, but yeah. um, it, uh, in the beginning, Handsome Jack actually explains when this will take place. Spoiler. But I'm a little confused <laughs> because, um, yeah, as I said, Handsome Jack isn't around anymore. So, dun, dun, um, dun. But, you, but you see a, a hologram of him, I think. Uh, uh, it's very well. Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> At least you're the one being I mean, overly excited I mean, this time compared to last time. I mean, be it being me. <laughs> about going to bed early tomorrow and getting up at three just to see the first episode streaming. It's too. Because I'm that's if you don't want to have spoilers when you play it. That, that's well, well. If it's like a Telltale game, then you don't have spoilers because God knows where you want to go with the story. Exactly. True. This looks moral. Uh, this looks funny. Guess what? Yeah. I'm pick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that might, yeah. That's, and that you got might, two more options besides that, it. That might be the way that it's going. But that's a, if you go to the um, to the, the nerdist page, there's a um, 
there's a picture like uh, with the choices, with a few choices um, of dialogue that's already spoiled. Mm. So that's the two main characters there, and they're talking, and I don't know who's talking to whom there, but yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Oh, I think she's talking to him because he's the one with the mechanical arm and yeah. you have the choice to ask what happened to your arm. Yeah. yeah. That's just my two cents. So you guys know <laughs> what we're talking about. Yeah, well. So do we get to talk about it or do you still... What? Are you, are you done presenting it or can we discuss it? <laughs> we, you, we go to the next topic straight away. <laughs> no discussions about it. It's perfect. Yeah. It's perfect as it is presented. Let's move on. <laughs> look out! Look out for it. You don't have to buy it if you don't have money. You can watch the first episode about it. Yes, that you can do. Yeah. <laughs> and the links are in the chat. Yes, or the description if you're listening to us. Or a description. Oh, look at this. SoundCloud, iTunes, and YouTube. Thank you. Well, Andrew's gonna have to make sure he remembers that, but. Uh, <laughs> Okay, so just so everyone has the, the time again, <laughs> 2 a.m. UTC tomorrow night. Nerdist. I can wake you if you want to, because with how I've been working the past days, <laughs> I'm going to be awake anyway. No, I don't know yet. I might watch it as a video later, but I'm pretty hyped, so I might even hype. not be able to sleep. So we'll see. Hype. <laughs> hype. 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 Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So, what do you guys think? How does that sound to you, the game, the concept? Well, it's Telltale who've made two good point-and-click games we've seen so far. They yeah, did The Walking Dead and they also did... Uh, I've forgotten what it's called, the one with the wolf... The Wolf Among Us. Wolf, wolf Among yes, Us. thank you, Wolf Among Us, yeah. So, so like they made two... Times, but... Yeah, Wolf Among Us, yeah, so that was close. But yeah, uh, they made two really good point-and-clicks <laughs> that everyone's given good reviews about. And I imagine this is going to be the same. It's a good. It's from a good company. It's about a good game that we already know about. Um, so I imagine everything's going to be okay. Ten out of ten. <laughs> IGN, okay. best game ever. It depends because yeah, you might be like me and you're going to Borderlands just because you want to kill and shoot and stuff because it's fun. Yeah, that's and a different. Like, there's drug, a story yeah. to it. Handsome Jack. Oh, the guy to kill. Uh, what? <laughs> Lily, I know you don't like me that much. You're going to kill me later. <laughs> Let's wait until the fi we finish the show. So, what was I saying? Like, Borderlands for me is just like, uh, you know. Run around and shoot stuff. Get loot. Yeah. Get unwind, you know, shoot some stuff, relax, listen to a rust bucket, talk about stuff. Go there, kill dad, have fun. That kind of stuff. It and is a different like, demographic, yeah. Yeah, it's going... Maybe... I don't know. But like, there's so many gimmicks in Borderlands. You have to explore <laughs> everything to get all the gimmicks. There's a, you there's find one... them, you laugh, you move on. The yes. big difference I think we're going to notice is... Obviously, this is going to be multiplayer, I guess. Multiplayer? I hope so. Uh, I can't see a point-and-click being multiplayer, I guess. But no, that's it's not. It's not multiplayer. No, yeah. Let's have a raid. Not. Like, it's so all right. That is, that is too so story good, driven. <laughs> yeah. but uh, what what I have to say, what I really like is how they're continuing the Borderlands, like the complete franchise. package, and instead of just 
having instead of just going Assassin's Creed and just milling it out how hard they can, they actually make make bring a different thing to the whole world with that to do how you can experience the game. Yeah. It's not just go in, play as four player co op, kill the bad guy, get the vault done. Now you actually get to have a whole different experience in the same uni- universe with the characters that you already know or about the characters that you already know, which is a lot better than just trying to do the same game or uh, like to find a variation of the game that worked so well to try to make it work again. That's not what they're doing. They're making something completely new, which is so good and so exciting also because it's not just another game which is the same from the mechanics and what you have to do, but it's more. And that is something that I'm really, really happy and excited about. We'll just have to see how it comes out. Uh, I think everyone's going to be hype, as Lily has expressed uh, (laughs) quite a lot. Well, if you put a hardcore fan into the mix, well, everything's going to be hype. (laughs) So... Moving on. Yeah, let's move on. Uh, next topic. What do we have next? I believe it's yours, Andrew. Oh, yeah, Dragon Age Inquisition. My oh. hype. <laughs> someone else is going to get hype. I'll go. From one hype okay. to the next. From one hype to the next. Okay. Yeah, actually, actually, that would be a good point. Before we get to your hype, that we do a little two-minute break, five-minute break. Yeah, okay. That you sounds amazing. So You're listening uh, to the secret level show. Tune in in five minutes. Thanks, we'll guys, for listening back. so far. And we're back. Hello. Thank you for there we go. <laughs> <laughs> the All the dancing. The we, we discussed our deepestly plan, plans to uh, take over the world. Discuss um, <clears throat> them later. Oh, at a different I think time. we voted on not telling them what they are. Oh crap! Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and if you heard any of that you might want to become an initiative if you don't want to die link the contract true. to your soul <laughs> the contract will be delivered to you within three days <laughs> <laughs> a demon will come and see you momentarily see you please shortly hold. <laughs> please hold Discussing, uh, demons and stuff what was the uh, discussion we had dragon age inquisition oh. going from demons to dragons well, there's demons um, in it as well, but... I don't think we're going to send dragons. They're too expensive. Yeah, they're pretty expensive. Demons, ah, they're, they're easy. They work by, you know, sense. And, you know, succubus will work for us different stuff. Back to the topic. Dragon Age Inquisition. <laughs> nominated for the game of the year. Dragon Ooh, Age Inquisition coming from the franchise of Dragon Age. Coming from EA. Oh, yes. Bioware. Bioware. EA. Coming back in force with Dragon Age Inquisition again. Have any of you actually played the previous games? I mean, I know you played an even Inquisition, so shut I up. I played all of them. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I, I tried out the first one back when it was released. But, um... Or Awakening. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's already been a while. That's what? That's a long years, time. Five years, at least. Something like that. Something uh, like that. So I played that very intensively, 
for about a month. And then I got incredibly bored and annoyed. <laughs> yeah. The, yeah, the, the, one, the one thing that I remember the most that you could travel nowhere without being interrupted. Yeah. Like, yeah. That was so that was incredibly tedious. How do else do you get money? <laughs> yeah, you but that, that that's essentially what made me stop playing the game. That is yeah. literally what made me stop playing the game because it got so annoying to me that I couldn't get anywhere without, you know, just get somewhere. I don't mind any quests and fights that go along with the story. That like, okay, you have to fight your way through a dungeon or through a city or whatever, right? Or you have to escape and fight your way free. But having to do that every time I even like jump minor points on the map, that's just, no. Mm. Yeah, the interruption was probably the least interesting thing about that one. But yeah. uh, like at one point you would get powerful enough that you're just like, yeah, it's a little bit more money. Let's do this. Depending on what area you were in. Yeah. I yeah, think the but, but problem was you were trying was... to get somewhere in the first place and someone's slowing you down from getting where to where you wanted to be in the first place. Uh, they should have just uh. added a auto battle button. Although it kind of reminds me of um, good old Final Fantasy games where you're just walking through an area and then... Yeah. Or you walking through... Pokemon. Or you're a Pokemon and you're walking through the grass. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's got that type of feel to it. Yeah, uh, except in Pokemon, you didn't have just the one battle. The, but yeah, whatever, same stuff. Billy, have you played Dragon Age? Dragon Age Origins, yes. Did you like it? Do you I spent most of the time caring for the relationships between my, <laughs> my cast. So yeah, I, I don't know if that's a girlish way of playing it, but I got very confused when I could just sleep with everyone and they would get... <laughs> like crazy jealous at each other yeah that's and it was i got confused and i stopped caring for the relationships i like the story too but i i that's what i remember most about this game that i like was trying to get them the gifts they liked and i thought that was something very nice to the whole story and that um the characters would react differently whether they like you or they're in your party and don't really like you and that the dialogue is changed by that i i think that was very complex Com complex Does, yeah. is, is, that, complex. is that the same word in english yeah you okay. just emphasize the first oh it's complex okay okay complex, yeah. it's one of the okay. big things dragon age games do do the discussions um both with individual players and in your party themselves when you're walking yeah. about is probably the best thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, one of the main things is who who you're taking with you and yeah. if that person is in your party and he disagrees with you handling the situation, you don't they don't like you that much anymore and yeah. stuff like that. I thought that was very, very nice. It did have an yeah. emotional impact on you whether, you know <laughs> Damn it, I better her, why does she not like me? <laughs> Honestly, one, of my, one of my favorite my things <laughs> did I do something wrong it was my first time I get it but still <laughs> tell me Liliana what yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway <laughs> yeah one of, one, of, one of the things that I really loved about it because I just love general like banter and stuff like that is the relationship between mm. Morrigan and Alistair oh. that was oh. the best thing about the game just 
Morrigan herself, but Morrigan and Alistair was like the cherry on top. That was so much fun to watch. Best character Bioware had made as a person because she she's just great character. I like her. She's number one. Morrigan is amazing. Yeah. Everyone should play Origins just because they, she's in the game. They, no, they've <laughs> added so much. Like they focused on Morrigan. And you, her like her lines had so much deepness, so much mm. content compared. Like the others, like had like one-liners and whatnot. She had like goddamn lore. There was depth. She had lore okay. in her dialogue. How much do you want to put into if you one? She followed character? her story as well. It was yeah. probably yeah. was great. Yeah. And like the interaction between the two of them, yeah. hate, love, I don't know. Yeah. So Andrew, I also remember say... one, yeah, you've heard Because <laughs> we've been talking that we've played it. Andrew, have you played? Uh... Oh, oh, have I played it? <laughs> I'm going to say that's no, a yes. Like, what, I didn't actually play when it came out. Like I waited about half a year to a year and then I played it. But back then, like reviews and such weren't the hype in the industry. So... Like, I knew about the game, they say, like, oh, it's good, it's, like, really in-depth character personalizations, uh, the interactions are really real, the way that they work with it is amazing, and, you know, the story is also really good, so I was like, well, that's, like, two out of three things I'm looking in a game, I might as well check it. And it actually was, surprisingly <laughs> enough. Like, the combat wasn't great, the environment was average, encounters, like, Freaking pissed me off, but the goddamn story was beautiful. Yeah. It had great lore for a starting franchise. It had characters that like looked like they were built before, not like, well, here's a clean slate. You're gonna make it while you go along. Yeah, and it was yeah. interesting. Yeah, you the wanted to find out what happened, like what's and how do you impact that part? Because obviously you're the main character. How can you not? You are, um, what is it, the Grey Warden, yeah. Um, you if anyone wants to, Grey Warden. Yeah. Actually, you should probably you tell are, everyone what the game's yeah, spoilers, about. Spoilers, well, by this time, you, if you haven't checked it out, there was like a week when you could get Dragon Age Origins for free from Origin, because you were logging in, and be Jewel 3, my god, that game. Just to say, it is five years old, so it's yeah. it's been a while, so yeah. And you, yeah, like, yeah when, so you get a spoiler alert, but... That's when all. EA throws a game for free, you know it's old. old. Really old. So, spoiler Dark Spawns, which is basically like uh, the bad characters, like they corrupt everything, yada yada, you get touched, you die, or you get turned into Dark Spawn. Basically, you're, on, you're about to die, and the only known cure is to become a Grey Warden, because they have the power to fight um, Dark Spawn. And so in order to save yourself, you go into the ritual and you become a dark grave warden. And here's the plot. You try to sell, uh, uh, save, uh, what was it, Ferelden? Ferelden. Ferel, yeah, yeah for, you're in Ferelden and you're trying to save people as a grave warden from Darkspawn. And also helping the future king, spoilers, in Dragon Age 2. But that's, like, that's at the ending of Dragon Age 1. Yeah. Alistar becomes the king. Boohoo, go play it. And, you know, in between fights, um, amazing story, character interaction. Like, the main thing about Dragon Age Origins is it's, you're not alone. You have your main character that always has to be in your party, and then you can have 
from one... No, I think you could... I'm not sure in the first one if you could go alone or if you had... You needed to have a like full party at all time. That I, don't I think know. you you only I, could have. A I might party. have to try that at some point. Yeah, because <laughs> like I know in Dragon Age 2, like one point, like I could do this on two people. Why? They all get the I same think, experience. I think you you didn't have another option. I know you can change them. Yeah, you can switch them, but there's yeah. no. I I don't think there was an option to leave a space open. Mm, yeah. So basically, you were like until you had the full party, you'd have. Only you, then two people, then three people, then four people, and from there on you had a party of four, and each one of them was like your main character. It had skills, it had uh, skill points, skill lines, skill trees, uh, sorcerer, templar, whatever, and you could, um, how do you say it? They were like your own puppets, all of them. You could make them do whatever you want. And another like important thing that they added in game pause, combat. Uh, oh yes, the combat was different. Uh, yeah. Combat pals, whatever it's called. Like you could stop time and you can give commands to each one of them to do in the meantime. Mm -hmm. And that's that wasn't done. Yeah. In before it it actually worked. Well, it had in certain games. Um, Not. Yeah. Because Origins followed. What was it? I believe it was a uh, Baldur's Gate. Was what it was kind of. Mm -hmm taking uh, Essence from, which is quite an old game if anyone looks it up. Um, but yeah, the, the tactical thing was one of the big um, interests people had in the game, I think, where, where you could be very tactical about what happens Different and have an overview of, of the, the battlefield in general. But yeah, um, that was definitely a good game uh, yeah. that I leaked and, and that's like the part... The thing about the new, all the new games like Dragon Age, Dragon Age Awakening, Dragon Age 2, and Dra now Dragon Age Inquisition, I don't want to say a whole lot because I haven't played it. Shut up, Ambience. Um, <laughs> they're bringing yes. it towards it. Like you have this amazing story, they keep on going with it. Maybe a different character, different uh, the premise is about the same. There's Darkspawn you can fight, there's inner city problems, there's country-wise problems. And you're somehow related to them, and you have an impact on them. Mm. And that's how they made it in Dragon Age Inquisition. They okay. brought the amazing story. They. I mean, you're gonna have to help me with this, because. <laughs> you know, like, you, you, you're basically like bringing from Dragon Age 2? Uh, you're bringing both of them, pretty much. Yeah. Um, they're bringing the combat from both of the games. Uh, we talked about Dragon Age Origins. Um, we did actually talk about Dragon Age 2, the one in between. Uh, like the combat became a little bit better, more higher quality and... Uh, well, the combat changed very drastically in comparison to those two. Because um, as we had in Origins, we discussed they had a tactical pause type of system. Dragon Age 2 switched it to a uh, very much button smashing. I think it was pretty much where you... still do it. It's like we're talking what's more optimal. Yeah, you can still do the tactical parts. Yeah. And what um, Inquisition does is it mixes both of them together with a uh, tactical view and button mashing for a more uh, personal experience. So you can switch between the two uh, constantly on the fly. So you can be uh, hacking someone in personal range right in front of you, hack and slash, and then you pause time, zoom out, 
and tell everyone else to, uh, to go and flank someone on the side, which is a really nice combination of the two types of combat. Especially if you have like a bonus if from flank flanking. Yeah, flanking is always a fun thing to do. Yeah. Um, and you can always do uh, ambush attacks and stuff like that, which is always fun to do. But yeah. Um, well, the big thing that they made in Dragon Age Inquisition is the open world. Yes. Okay. Like all the other games had like a linear map. You mm -hmm. can yeah. go on one point, there's like little areas besides it. You know there's going to be something in there. You go check it out. And now it's open world. Very much. This okay. is where the fun begins. <laughs> it took a lot of time to do all the quests, all the areas explored and whatnot with the linear, not open world map. Mm. And now they did this. I'm like, it, it's insane. If you have a life, well, tough luck. <laughs> yeah. Give me a week and you might finish but half How does the combat work then if, you, if it's open world? When it's... you run across an enemy, does the game pause? You make no, no, it, it's all, um, all no, live. You control the pause. Is that why you're confused? Cause no, no, I know. I, I know about the pauses. I was just wondering about combat in yeah. You open discover world them as when you're it's still around. round. It's still kind of round based. No. No. Um, when you're running around the world, you will actually see the enemies, and if they spot you, they will come and attack you, or okay. you can attack them first. Okay. Um, you don't have to pause the game. You can actually play the entire game without actually doing any of the stop time thing. You can literally just go all button mash, uh, killing stuff if you want to. Um, the tactical thing's only there to assist you, pretty much. Okay. But I like the tactical stuff. Yeah, the tactical stuff. <laughs> Especially if you're doing the harder one, but yeah. Um, focusing on what you said about the open world, it's quite large. Um, the first the area that you go to, which is called the uh, the hinterlands, which is a lovely mountainous area with trees and uh, there's rams running around, um, which is really nice. And there's little ra rabbits and stuff hopping around, and, and then you can shoot them with electricity. Um, <laughs> Do they explode? <laughs> they, they explode. Yeah, Aww, it's great. It's great. That's um, it's great. And but yeah, this this huge map, which I've been to this area, I've explored it, but I haven't. I still haven't explored the entirety of the map. It's just so big um, uh, that you actually have map. to. Yeah, this is still the first map. You have to actually go back to it after you've done ever, other areas. It's it's that big. Um, but yeah, open world. I can agree is definitely the step forward for this game. It's great. It's great. And okay. another addition to it was. Uh, the Inquisi Inquisition. As in, if you guys know from Assassin's Creed, Lily, I don't, I'm sorry if you haven't actually played. I'm not sorry. When you just <laughs> give, like you will become a quest giver. Certain quests will come your way, and you as the leader of the Inquisition, you could say, you and your troops can go and do that, go and help that person. And if I remember correctly, because I have seen a little bit of a gameplay, each person that you give the quest can go about it differently. Some mm -hmm. say like uh, there's um, natives who are missing. Some say we can go and help them. We can make peace with the people there so they can come back. Whatever. So each one of them could get different bonuses or get different results, and you can choose that and give them the mission to go and do it okay. across the whole map world and and um, Ole. Ole, yeah. Ole. Ole. 
Yeah, they've actually expanded it to two different actual, I guess you call countries, for yeah, Elden. It's not even the whole map. Of uh, the yeah. Dragon Age world. Yeah. The question. It's just, just these two countries. Yes. Those quests yeah. can they also fail? Like when you yes. send like a newbie and stuff like that. That's yes. awesome. It, it, or if you send the wrong person. If you send the wrong person, yeah. Because um, I'll, I'll give you a lowdown for it. Um, you have three advisors who um, will give you options for these um, kind of side missions which your uh, your army can do for you. Um, and each one has a different type of aspect to it. One's a political leader, um, sorry, an M uh, ambassador. One's a, a spy master. And the other one is the, uh, the knight commander. And you can ask either one to do these different types of objectives for you. And each one will have a different way of doing it. Obviously. And has a different outcome of either winning, losing, or winning a different type of way. And your uh, reward will change as well, depending on who you send as well. So there's a wow. lot of um, choosing who goes about it. And actually, the other thing they've added is a time limit as well. Not a time limit, um, time it takes to do these missions. So like real each, live game. Yeah, so each one will actually take longer or less time, uh, depending on who you choose, which is actually... And how fitting they are for the quest. Yeah. So actually, like one person could take ten minutes, while another could take up to thirty minutes to do the same mission. But that doesn't mean the one that takes nine minutes is gonna actually win. Do it better. Yeah. Yeah. yeah do it better. So yeah, it's and always how, the option. How, mm. Sorry. No, continue. Yeah, there's always the option of who you send out, and you might actually want them to do another one because um, at the position I am, I've currently got about like twenty side missions I could send them on. Um, and I have to optimize which one do I want to do first because when they do one mission they're locked into that for the time limit so if it's 10 minutes I have to wait 10 minutes for them to finish this mission to send them to do something else so it's definitely a uh, you have to optimize their time but I think uh, from what I heard is mm. even if you turn off the game it might actually still yes it does Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I did that last night I sent them to do something which would have taken three hours. Uh, I turned it on today. It was done. I was like, yes. <laughs> Jackpot! Well, like, people would get scared if they didn't know in like three hours. Oh my. Yeah, no. Yeah. You don't actually have to wait the three hours in game. It's just time in general. That would be a bit too much, or honestly. You, yeah, you can well, just go make a cup of tea. To do it, like, actually say you have to wait half an hour in game. Oh. Yeah, so. Burn. That's the difference, yeah. Um, um, can I ask my question? Yes, obviously. Um, how is it with the relationships? Because <laughs> I know in the in Origins you had like a camp, and in that mm. camp you either uh, I, I, all the characters had their. Enchantment. Yeah. If you haven't played Dragon Age Two, he comes back. Yeah, we haven't. <laughs> We kind of gently hit on it about uh, relationships. The first one was about the, the giant hub, which was the campfire, which was in Origins. Um, in the next one, Dragon Age 2, it was the house, I think. The house Not of the main only character. The house, like each one of the characters had like an own area. They yeah, they had their own area. Yeah. And now in Inquisition, you have. Um, I guess this isn't really a spoiler considering it's already been shown. Um, the first area is a kind of small village, oh, okay. uh, which is pretty cool, which is open world game. 
um, where you can walk in and out of it and uh, you, you can walk around to the areas. Someone will be in the house, someone else will be just standing by a campfire, you can go talk to them there. Um, and that, or and then later on you move to a castle, which is quite a big castle actually. Um, and then everyone else is yeah, just sitting sure. around. Yeah, someone else is going to be in the inn. Um, someone else will actually be uh, sitting in the library, which is pretty cool. Um, so it's definitely the same idea. They've just kind of multi-layered it on different kind of ways. Instead, instead of it just being this flat plane, which is just a, a campfire, there's now buildings and. It gives a bit more um, ambience, I guess, a, a bit more feel, yeah, yeah. Uh, which is nice. And relationships, you're asking, uh, are you asking how many people you can uh, sleep with? No, <laughs> well, I'm indirectly, yeah. yeah I but. told you, I was disturbed <laughs> by that. Um, um, so I'm asking because I think, like, for me, it was um, great in in the context of the story because mm. you had the characters with you and they would interact in a mm. different way and whether they like you or not they agree more often with you and stuff like that and I would miss that if oh I no you can still do that um, they've made it less less in your face where you can sleep with everyone <laughs> good um, I will tell you there was a one where I tried to chase after one person and then she told me <laughs> she was actually gay so oh, it was shot down okay. pretty hard on that. Nice. Okay. Okay. Good. So, so that can happen. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I'm going to make a new character, which will be a female, and then. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to get her. I will but, uh, get her. I will change genders. Means. I will change genders. Change gender. Yeah. So Speak. so there is there is this option where some of them won't like you, and some that will, depending on uh, your gender or even what race you are. I think. Yeah, which is important yeah. because first, this is the first time we've actually let you choose different races. Yes. Like before you were human. Well, you could in the first one. In Origins, what? you could. In Origins, in Origins you, could you could play could an, elf an elf as well. Oh yeah. Worse. And but you would be treated differently in the yes. cities if you were an, an elf or something like that. Yeah, I, I remember. Uh, well, I thought that was very cool too. <laughs> yeah. Now you can also play as a canary. Yes, Kunari. Which, if you haven't played Dragon Age 2, you wouldn't exactly know what you they are. You have no idea who they are. They're yeah. like goat people, but big and strong <laughs> and fearless. Um, sure. Goat, goat people. Why not? They had horns, is what yeah. I'm trying to get yeah. at. And they were like this huge and, and mountain likes people. And horns huge. Yeah. And they don't have the best relationship with anybody. So, I'm guessing, like, this guy that I looked at a little bit of gameplay, he was a Kunari, and anywhere he would go, he'd be, like, criticized of his yeah. race. Mm -hmm. You might be the Inquisitor, but you're a Kunari still. I don't trust you. Yeah. Which is surprising, because I'm playing an elf, and people like me, because I say nice things. <laughs> say nice things, and people won't care what race you are. There oh, we go. Oh, that was yeah. beautiful, Alex. Yeah. Charm of yeah. an elf. Of it. Oh, oh, it's the charm of the elf, yeah. I do say nice yeah. words. Uh, but yeah, it, it's really nice how they've allowed you to do that, playing different races and uh, how that affects your gameplay. Because um, people, even your um, allies, will talk to you differently as well when you're out and about. Um, like, because you can have other elves in your party and they would discuss certain things that you wouldn't hear otherwise if you weren't an elf. Okay. Um, 
So oh, I love some really nice interactions. Yeah, that sounds great. That sounds great. So if you're interested in it, look out for it. Okay. It's it comes out Friday. Um, it came out last Friday. Uh, yeah, in Europe anyway. Uh, okay. Again, this is one of the games where the US got it before us. They got it actually on Tuesday, the eighteenth. Okay. Okay. <laughs> we only got it Friday, so it's a digital release game. How can you release it two different times? Uh, it's not the first time. Just it like happened. they do it with movies. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, there's some issues, but that's mostly uh, because it's buggy because it's a PC game. It's not like, you know, that's a, it's a little bit of expected, like to have a little bit of bugs, a few nitpicks, like they don't actually work, like you haven't to reload, I've heard that a couple of times, something might not work, try to reload it. Mm. But like that's the beginning. It's not as insane as Assassin's Creed Unity was. Uh, well, I've had it crash a few times. Well, <laughs> the first patch in isn't actually out. Yes, that they is true. Like it should be soon. I'll Something be watching like out for uh, them to uh, refix anything or yeah. patch it. Patch coming soon. You heard it here first. Yep. Well, I can hope. Um, <laughs> BioWare is usually good on making sure their games work correctly, but it's also at one yeah. point. At one point. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, did you have anything else you want to say about the game, no, Andrew? That's. Like that's all the points that I could point without actually playing the game. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, ah. Oh. <laughs> okay. No, I'm myself. Yeah. I can talk about some other things um, because, as you said, as it's kind of similar to uh, Assassin's Creed, which one was it, Brotherhood, um, where you have an army, you have to uh, bolster your force, um, your your Inquisition, uh, to uh, to basically go to war. Um, I won't say to what, because that's all spoilers and all that. Um, but you have to build an army, so you have to um, go to different areas, recruit more people into your army, um, and actual certain missions won't... It's kind of a soft gate they've done to certain missions where you have to reach a certain army cap to, uh, to go forwards into the next mission, which I guess, one, allows you to explore more, and two... It kind of gives you a, you should be this level to do this mission. Which is what a lot of people try to push towards when they're, they're too low level. And they realize they're going to do a big mission which actually is double their level. Which is not a good idea. Well, probably <laughs> at that point, like, there's a lot of shit that I haven't checked out yet. Yes. Maybe turn left and go there. Yeah. And that's definitely one of the interesting things. Um, one of the other... Cool things they've done in this game. Um, if everyone's probably seen the trailer, there's the uh, the breach, which is the uh, the main part of the story. This uh, oh, giant rift, this giant rift in the uh, the sky, which uh, is throwing out demons into the world. This is the whole point of the game. This is the uh, the reason the Inquisition is made. Um, okay. You're you're the main character who uh, who's been given the power to close these gates. Um, you see this uh, actually on the front cover of the uh, the artwork there, which is pretty nice. Um, oh, I have someone asking me a question there. From 
KBJ05. KBG? Hello, KBG. Question. Can I play the game without anyone hating me? Like, can I get everyone 100% on my side? Ambience. Ooh. That is a hard question. Well, if you're going to be like the non-biased person who's always in the middle, sure. Um, I, I guess you can do it that way. There is definitely neutral, some issues. Neutral. Yeah, you have to be super neutral on everything. Because um, there is a part where if you've played uh, Awaken uh, not Awakening, uh, Dragon Age 2, um, I, I guess this is not a spoiler. It's How many years has it been now? Three years. <laughs> okay. It's been, all right, it's three years now since Dragon Age Two, so I can tell you what how it ends. In the end, the, uh, the Templars and the Mages have a war with each other because the Mages don't like how they've been treated, um, and there's a, they just start a giant war between themselves. Um, and in this in this game, you have to make the decision of who you want to side with, and you don't have to side with either of them, which I guess is going to be the hundred percent. Make everyone your friends option. Or enemy. Or enemy. Well, I doubt you can make them both your enemies, but... Uh, well, they both hate you because you don't side with them. You're the champion. For that is true. Um, so, there, I guess... I guess. I haven't tried that option yet. No, Try every has... single option. There you go, Goji. Try every <laughs> single option available. Save You'll find the answer. Reload. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there is a quick save option, yeah, which is quite handy. Um, but, yeah, there's definitely... Like, <laughs> Not many games do that, um, which is important. But yeah, if you, if, you save. yeah, there there is there is a certain um, options you have to choose, which can make people uh, disagree with you. I guess is the better word, not to hate you, but disagree with you, um, because they have got the system where they can either greatly approve, approve, slightly approve, the neutral, slightly disagree. Disagree. Strongly disagree. I've had only one time when I had someone strongly disagree with me. What did uh, you do? Because you're such a nice guy. Would you guy. like to have sex with me? <laughs> 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 uh, I haven't been that honest. And I strongly no. disagree. Uh, well, you put it all away. It's like, uh, your eyes are like the moon. I like to look at them all day. Yeah. I told the majors they should have their freedom. And uh, for some reason, people didn't like that, uh, that answer that I gave. So, uh, uh, oh, okay. Uh, uh, Gamija just added, he doesn't mind the disagreeing part as long as everyone fights for him. Oh, you're asking if people will leave, which was uh, one of the things that was in uh, the other two games, actually. If people didn't like you enough, they, they would actually leave. No, no uh, in Dragon Age 2, there was the part about if they were friends of yours, they had like one skill or passive, yeah. and then if they hated it, you'd add a different one, but they wouldn't leave. Yeah. They would leave in, if if you liked the quest and made them leave, yeah. and you chose them to like yeah stay protect whatever go do your whatever dream you had like they would leave like that but not like them hating you would make them leave. Um, it wasn't one I will say that um, in one they could could leave you but in this one, one uh, I don't believe anyone's left me as of yet. Um, I don't believe anyone can just because of how the the story is and it's definitely about a unity type of thing it's definitely all about everyone coming together so I, I can't see anyone leaving me for no reason um, you can tell people to leave Get is the other off. option if you don't like them you could you can if you want role player and <laughs> if it's like you're not agreeing with me I want you to leave the Inquisition uh, and you just <laughs> out. Uh, that is obviously an option 
yeah, you, you can do that if you want to uh, role play that type of position. And, uh, <laughs> but most of the time, no, no one will just randomly leave you out of the blue, uh, which is good, I guess. Uh, but yeah, relationships is definitely something they've improved in, in this game, um, which is really nice to see. And uh, discussions, actually, is actually the big thing they've done. A lot more um, options, I guess. Yeah, there's loads of options apparently in this game. And uh, one thing I didn't touch on, um, as you've played 1 and 2, you have the option to uh, bring across your options from the other two games into this, uh, I don't think it's the final installment, but this third game, which is pretty nice. Um, the way they've done it is they've made it called the Dragon's Keep. Um, if anyone wants to look it up, it's somewhere. Um, I'll find it if you want. I'll do, post it in later. That'll be fine. Um, but basically, it's a uh, it's really cool uh, option system which will take all your all your uh, decisions you've made in the previous games and will pour it into this game. And uh, you actually start to see them while you play the game, which is really nice. Where you will see cameos from some of the characters that you've live in the other games or if uh, you made a really hard decision you will see that appear as well in the game. Okay. That's really cool. Yeah, Consequences is definitely this something Bioware really like pushing. Um, Just like Telltale games. Yeah. <laughs> this is really, see, no, we're not going back. Segway is amazing. Why not? It's backtracking. Backtracking. Yeah. Oh, backtrack. We've, we've so, gone so, so. from Dragon Age back to a, uh, Assassin's Creed. We've yep. gone back to Telltale's. Like, we don't have topics to go back to, so let's go back <laughs> to the beginning. Hello, this is the secret level. Show. Oh, there we go. Okay. Jay has linked it in the chat for me. There we go. Uh, yeah, the Dragon Age Keep, um, which is pretty nice system they've done. Um, so if you want to play it, you can do it there and put in your own special customized options for uh, the other two games. Um, does anyone have any questions to ask me about it? Just to uh, clarify I'm anything? Good. I don't want you to spoil me anything else. <laughs> no, I'm spoil don't worry. So that's okay, why I'm not. Moving on then. No more. Oh, if anyone wants to know if there is dragons, there is dragons. I will. Obviously, the. the, the, the um, uh, but yeah, you uh, will see dragons uh, quite often, um, I, and this is in the wild as well, which is pretty fun. As it is an open world game. You will probably see a dragon fly over your head. It's happened twice for me already, and I will say it is scary as balls. <laughs> um, <laughs> when you see it, it, hear a dragon roar and suddenly fire comes out of the sky and does like half your health. Maybe that's because you're a level five new. Well, but I did whatever. do it when I was like level eight and it was level twelve, but yeah, yeah. It reminds no, me no, of Skyrim. I, was, I just wanted to wrap up that topic. That's yeah. all. Hey, my head been going for a little bit too long. Moving on. Mm. What's next? Well, oh, Alex wow. is already talking, so he can just keep going. I can keep on going. Thank you. But, um, different topic, please. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my talk is a little different. Mine's not about a game or anything. Well, it's about games. Not about a specific game. Yeah. Um... Recently, well, not recently, but over the last probably 10 years, I have noticed a trend of sameness, I guess, in game genres, um, where characters are pretty much copy and paste from other games. Um, I'm probably going to point out a few later on, but um, Minamoto uh, from uh, Nintendo. Wait, 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 so how did you say that? 
Minamoto? Minamoto? Minamoto. Miyamoto? Miyamoto? Miyamoto, yeah. From a Nintendo. Uh, made a, uh, <laughs> a point about it where games had been a bit too samey. Um, I, I can definitely agree on most of those things he uh, pointed out, especially looking at the uh, first-person shooter genre. We've uh, got a glutton of. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, yeah, uh, Battlefields and, and every other so in between. Happened. So many. Um, and uh, at the moment, I'm just completely void of any no interest in any of them, which I imagine a few other people are. Why did this happen? Which for me is really down. And, um, Can you say that again, the whole sentence? Because you were. You kind of glitched out. The sound oh, was gone for a second. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I was saying. Um, the examples again. Oh, um, I was just um, pointing out examples: uh, Call of Duty and uh, Battlefield, um, being two really big, obvious games that keep on coming out year after year, and they're pretty much exactly the same as their uh, predecessors. And at the moment, we just have a glutton of them, and. I kind of want them to do something new, but I don't know how they're going to do anything new just because the genre itself has just been overdone by so, so many times. I, I can't see any way forward, I guess, um, unless they completely uh, reinvent it. Games. Because it it, it's... Reinvent games. <laughs> it's not about the sameness. Like, yeah... Everybody's gonna go with their own type or their own genres and whatnot. Not, and sometimes they're like a genre that's gonna be reborn or coming new, like zombies. They weren't here forever, and then boom, everybody wanted zombies. Walking Dead, what not? Sure. But it's, it's like about what people want. You can't dictate what people, sh uh, what games should be and should not be just because a couple people say, well, they're just, they look the same. Yeah, but people want it. And you're not going to make something that people don't necessarily want it. Nintendo has figured out something that they uh, could do and have been trying to do. Like, they bring the same games back and forth just to make a little bit of ends meet, so to say. And then they do this daring project, like the one about the Yoshi and whatnot. And the... Uh, <laughs> the what, one what was that? I didn't, I didn't hear about that. Uh, <laughs> like the... Entire world is made out of a yard, and Yoshi is made like a little plushy doll, and it's eating the scene and whatnot. It's oh, Kirby. Uh, that, one. that was that Kirby's one. yarn, not Yoshi. Never mind. Yeah, it, it was Kirby. Kirby's Fuck. yarn. Kirby's yarn, yeah. Um, that was, was a that different. Like Yoshi's Island, where you carry around Baby Mario and stuff. Well, no, you're not. You don't have like. Baby Mario. You just have the, balls of yarn. The, the thing you. for me is, I agree with you in the sense of that, um, of course, people want specific things. Um, the thing is that they're not even trying to give a different option because, um, like like we mentioned last time with, what was it, Dawngate? Mm. It was something that was barely marketed. It would have been a good game, in my opinion, but... It wasn't given the chance because the publishers rather cut their losses than actually 
try out things from the business side. That's that's in my opinion the main problem that from from the business side many things that could take off because people are interested in it but they don't have an option to have it yet aren't given the chance to take off because the risk to try it is too high. Or I think actually is the issue yeah. Make it proper. Like yeah. they yeah, they, it, they have an intent, but they don't exactly know what they're looking at, so it doesn't actually come out like how people imagine it to be. I think it's the publishers just being lax at the moment. That they've settled down into their their own kind of corner, where they've taken over the market in that particular genre, and they're not going to experiment with anything. Where yeah. they're not going to push forwards with publishing any type of weird and wonderful game, which could or could not make it. Um, as, as you said, Dawngate was a good example into a genre which was only starting to grow, well, actually still is growing, and they didn't want to uh, step out into it, which... Out of their comfort zone into, into Step that. out of their comfort zone, yeah. Um, yeah. Which, is it a good thing or a bad thing? Probably for making money, it's a good thing, but as the consumer, it's not really that good for us, is it? And there's probably more of us than them, which is... Well, what I think is what's happening a lot is um, that when you look at all the indie games and everything that's coming up and that doing the games that we played as children, creating games like that has become fairly easy. Like, there's a lot of indie games coming and all the innovative stuff lands there somehow there's great stuff there but it's not it doesn't have the graphics it doesn't have the newest technologies and everything that's what i'm thinking i i don't know if you look at minecraft i mean minecraft is already old if you look at it that way but it was very innovative and it it worked cuz someone believed notch believed in his dream and in realizing that dream and he gathered a community and he re he created this game i understand the big companies that they say okay this works like it, it's it's like making a sequel to madagascar okay this this movie was awesome everyone loved it let's make another one like and then there's a third and now there's one about penguins about the penguins of Madagascar why not because it works the concept works people will go to see it maybe not as many as the first one but we can be sure that people will watch it if it ain't broken and don't fix it yeah that that's exactly the problem it started with the movies with all the sequel milking to go back to that yeah. i mean my favorite example in that case is the matrix the first movie was amazing sure. and then they were like hey that was so good let's try to get some more money out of that and then they made a second and they made a third and in my opinion they got worse and worse uh, I and, and that happened over like the matrix was released in 99 and movies started doing that a lot in the like five to ten years after and about five years after games started catching on to that they were like hey the first game was so popular and everyone loved it so much why not make a sequel because then we don't actually have to invent new things we just have to give a new storyline a little bit of changed mechanics boom we got a new game, game. right yeah. 
And that's the thing. I would rather, personally, I would rather wait longer for a new game and have something completely new and completely fascinating that captivates me over again instead of going back into the same thing over and over and over again. But people don't want that because if you look at the release of Diablo 3, people were outraged. The votings on Amazon in Germany, they gave it, I think, one and a half stars. And all these vote votings that, that were so bad were right after the release. And they were all complaining how it couldn't compete with Diablo 2. All of them. I read through them because I was like, why is this game rated so bad? And many of the, of the stars later, like, like a year later, they would give them five, four, four or five stars and would say it's a great game, it's fun to play. But they have, they weren't, those weren't the people that waited 10 years for this game to come out. And those weren't the people that expected it to be exactly as awesome as they remembered Diablo 2 Not was. as awesome, exactly the same. Yeah, and that's the thing. You maybe, could, like, but that's. I think you always have have both parties. People that want exactly the same, but with a little better graphic, and people that want something new, something different. And I, I think Diablo three made it, made created something new, but still had a lot of the feel of Diablo two. It was still Diablo, like, but yeah. different. It was different, but. Many, many players that came from Diablo 2 couldn't accept the new stuff. So I think companies that have like Call of Duty, it, it works and people would be outraged. Players might be outraged if, if they changed something because they want what they know, they want what they feel comfortable with. They want small changes, tiny changes that they might have criticized in the previous game, but they don't want a different game. They want exactly the same. I, I, well, might be. Yeah, no, no that, that, that demographic definitely, definitely exists and definitely is a big part of statistics. I absolutely agree with that. The big problem is it's not just one side or the other. It's both of them combined. Yeah. It's like if yeah. one of them would push to the, one of the other extremes, the other would have to follow in order to comply with it. Like, if the game company would start making just the other games, at one point you would face it. It's like, yeah, it's good. It's a different game. It's actually good. I'm going to play it. I don't have to just keep on to the old stuff. Or if the people just get sick of it and they just ask for a different one, it's going to show in the company sales and whatnot. So they're going to try to go towards it. And that's why... Like, the idea here, here is that we have to add a different side to pull on. And that would be new companies. Yeah. Take Star Citizen, for instance. They haven't made, like, the main creator, he was in the genre. But the actual company wasn't. They're new. They brought an idea. They didn't expect it to look at some point. They just had the vision. And they liked it. So they're, uh, they're pushing it forward because they want to see it finished. But if, yeah. if, like... In coming years, let's say Star Citizen make it, makes it big, they have a lot of sales, they even make new updates and whatnot, and then they change. It's going to be the same stuff. 
People are not going to like it. It's not like Star Citizen. It doesn't have that. Why is it not that? Where's my stuff like that? Because they're expecting something from a company. Because they made it. They're used to something from it. I think what they're trying to do is they're focusing too much on their own uh, main franchise. And what you're seeing is they're attacking on new and new things to their original franchise. Um, where you see they, they're too scared to, even if it's a different genre, um, they want to keep the same like main title, for example. Um, I, I can't think of a perfect example right now, but uh, instead of... Actually, I'm just going to do a really old one, Crash Bandicoot. Really, really old one. Um, where back on the PlayStation, you had just Crash Bandicoot, and you had one, and you had two, and then you had Crash Bash, which was a party game, and then you had Crash Racing. Yeah. And it, it just gets crazier and crazier where they, where they just want to just keep on adding to this franchise. Milk they know the cow. People, yeah, milking the cow. <laughs> <laughs> where they just want people to keep buying this well-known uh, franchise and they, they don't want to uh, put it out on its own as its own separate game, which it could very well do pretty well, but they just want to take the easy route, put it out there, put it under a name that's recognized and bam, money. Yeah. Uh, even yeah, though if it doesn't still, work. I, I, don't, I don't think that's so such a bad thing. I mean, I would be very sad if, if Gearbox made a game that has like the name of Borderlands, but didn't have the humor that oh, I. No, we're not. We're not talking about just changing a franchise, like me making whole different games. Yeah. Like, go away from the roots. Okay. Okay. Although Borderlands is a similar example, although they're keeping. Yeah. To the, keeping it to interesting. They're changing the genre from the first-person shooter that we know to the point yeah, well, of the clip, yeah, they, but they're they, keeping they, the right. comedy, which is the the. the the aesthetic of the games, which everyone remembers, yeah, the comedy aspect, yeah. If you took that out and just put it as a point and click, yeah, that wouldn't make sense. But as you're keeping the characters and the comedy that people know, yeah. it's more of a, under, you understand the reason why they're doing this, yeah. but yeah, that, that's one of the examples, yeah. So that's, well, the thing about the sameness of games, it's good or bad. Final thoughts, good or bad. It's always going to be bad until there's a good example. Um, and as of yet, I haven't seen a good example of this happening. Um, actually, we just talked about it. Telltale's Borderlands is probably an example of following a franchise, but to a different genre. Um, yeah. Narek made a very good point. Jayla, do you want to? Yeah, um, Narek just wrote in the chat that Quake have had loads of awesome multiplayer mods. Half-Life had some decent mods too. So what you can do to, if you're too scared to be creative and take a risk, um, make sure that people can easily mod it and create yeah. content for you. But that doesn't which is well. really good. Left 4 Dead was a mod. <laughs> Team Fortress was a mod. So best example, I mean, look at, look at Dota. Dota was originally a mod for Warcraft 3, which essentially turned into League of Legends, Heroes of New Earth, and to Dota 2, which the first and the last, are massive, massive esports markets now. Yeah. So is, that is something, if you look at it from, from back till now, in long term, is a massive business model and, and, and money maker, essentially. Well, you can't say that the ones who actually made the mod, there's the one who would 
they're bringing the whole money now. It's just like it started at one point and it's yeah, but up itself. In, in, what, well, you if you look where it just, came from and where it led to, it's yeah. a great example would be Arma 2. Because say, I think by 20% as soon as, um, what was the mod called? Daisy. Yeah, exactly. Daisy, as Daisy know. came out. As the mod came out, the sales for Arma 2 rose 40%. Just because of the, the problem is big developers won't do that, just because yeah. money. Yeah. But yeah. as you said, well, Dota was more. Well, nah, I wouldn't agree because if you look at Skyrim, they have the workshop. They, you can. Yeah, but mod Bethesda Skyrim have always more. allowed modding um, in yeah. all their games. Yeah. Because they start with the model of open world. Why not actually make the world how you want it to be? Yeah. So, going around circle again, Jayla, sameness of games, good or bad? Uh, for me personally, boring. Not bad, but boring. Um, from the business side, good, because they make a lot of money and thus make more games. Um, yeah, it's a two, what's it called in English? Two-edged sword? Double-edged sword. Double-edged. Double edged. Yeah, sorry. The German is... Bit, yeah, no, double-edged. Um, yeah, it's, it's a double-edged sword. It, it, like, two sides of a coin. It, there's yeah, positives there and go. negatives. And in general, I have to agree with Miyamoto that I would prefer if there were more different games out there, but I can also see the reality that the probably, probability of them actually taking off and working well is difficult and hard to realize. And... From a business side, very risky. And make the actual maker of the games like be scared of actually trying it again. Yeah, the first one exactly. From from the business side, it is very risky. Definitely. Okay, Lily. Sameness of games, good or bad? Um, I don't see it that way. I think there's a lot of creative content out there that we just don't see because it's not from the big companies or because it's in mods or because it's like somewhere where you don't have that much money invested in it and I understand the big companies and I like that Borderlands is the same like in a in a sense that it, they add new stuff but it the in general it Sticks to the same lose kind its of Borderlands thing. feel, even though they add. I I think the way you things. talked about Dragon Age, you're very happy that they changed a few things, but kept well. like the general feel to it and the general like it's. Uh, you were you were very happy but about I'm, Dragon Age Origins. You said, "Oh, Dragon Age Two was great too," no, and no, no, now there's I'm, this Dragon Age. What I'm Age. saying about Dragon Age, the point of Dragon Age is more about the story and making up with the relationships. It's not actually about the combat. I never went to make it 100%. I never went there no, to like be the best core. I'm it's, not. I'm not criticizing you. I'm no, just what saying, I'm saying is the they changed the important too. part. They added to the story, which is what I was after. That's why I liked it. Yeah. Because the combat, like they could have made a movie out of it. They're gonna make a movie about it. By the way. Well, but the story in Dragon Age Origins was great too. It was for me. It wasn't about the combat. It w was about progressing in the story and l getting to know the characters and how they react with each other. So it's the same. 
I think it's it, they they kept that, and I was asking, did they keep that? Did they did they have that in the new Dragon Age? So it was something I was looking for. It was the sameness I was looking for to decide. Well, I haven't get, I gotten to the part where I said if it's good or bad. So I think it's a good thing because it, it's not. I mean, hmm. it's not uh, going to be the only thing they create. They're not only going to create Dragon Age, what was Inquisition. They might make other games, but I, I think you are happy that they made Dragon Age Inquisition and not some other game that you might have well, not liked. That's so, true yeah, as well, but I maybe... Okay, so... You say good. In my opinion, it's they could have like it's good in a way that if you like, there's gonna be fans of it and they're gonna want more of it. But at the same time, it's bad because it doesn't leave space to make something else that might actually be even better. Something that God knows what Call of Duty might have been the could have been a place of a storytelling franchise. God knows what. Point and click. They could have done better than Telltale's. We don't know. That's why it's a bad thing also. Because the unknown is unknown. So you don't know if it's good or bad. It's bad that they don't try it. So that I can agree that. on. Exactly. That's what I'm, I'm going Alex? towards. Oh, Alex said it first. Alex said it first. I already spoke in my lines. So that's fine. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and I didn't... I don't call you saying good or bad. Uh, I said it bad because they're not trying. But, okay. Yeah. So. Yeah. So I'm agreeing on that. By the way, I understand, <laughs> but it's bad they're not trying. Yeah. So. Mm. We have reached the end of this episode. Ooh. Would you like to say a farewell to our dear viewers and listeners? Oh, who wants to start? No. <laughs> bye bye. See you in two. Okay. Yeah, thanks for listening. Because we'll yeah, see this is, uh, thanks for joining. I think we've confirmed to do bi-weekly now. Um, yeah. So if you want to tune in again, it will be two weeks' time, which I don't have a calendar in front of me. Someone, or do if you do first, want to first, that will be the head. first, the seventh of December. The seventh. There we go. The seventh of December. Yes. There we go. So yeah, if you want to tune in again and listen to us ramble on about stuff. You got a date again. Or if you don't want to bother your head with that kind of stuff, you can follow us at Twitter at Secret Level Show or on Facebook at The Secret Level Show or check us on YouTube, SoundCloud, and iTunes for all that we've recorded. If you cannot make it, we understand. Just go listen to us on the bus, on the car. Just don't crash. But you're missing in out on car. us reacting Not in the car. To you. <laughs> Not in the so car. Yeah, but feel free to join us live so then we can actually interact with you. You can ask us questions live that are then going to be featured on the show. Yeah, thank you for the people in the chat for uh, asking people. Discuss with you and react. So we we're really looking you. forward to seeing you live. <laughs> if not, we're happy if you listen afterwards. In a manly and way. And with that, we're going to say goodbye. Thank goodbye. you all for listening. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye.